podcast i am ash and we are fresh off of our special mama's 2015 podcast which is on soundcloud right now you can go listen to it um it's like two hours and 45 minutes long so um here's hoping uh this podcast is probably going to be shorter god willing um to compensate for that um, but that was a really fun discussion. Um, also, as a result, we probably don't have a whole lot to talk about tonight. But um, you know, we'll cover what's been going on in K-pop anyway, which has been a few interesting things. Um, I'm joined by my esteemed fellow podcasters, Miss Haley. Hi, everybody. Miss Kiara. Hey, everyone. And Mr. Tim Murdy Murda. Hey, how's it going? All right, so um, like I said, we uh, just did a podcast a, a couple of days ago uh, about the mamas and all of the um, craziness um, that resulted from that. Um, and I haven't really been, I noticed a couple of follow-up news coming from that. Um, not a whole lot. I honestly haven't been paying a whole lot of attention. Uh, mainly... Uh, main thing that most people have been talking about is to anyone, of course, because um, that was really the only surprise of the night. You know, really um, was them um, coming back during CL's performance and Park Bomb coming back. And I mean, yeah, I was just saying before I and I, you know, Tim may think differently. I don't mean this as an insult, but I honestly, I am a little worried about international blackjack fans. I honestly am because you guys I understand you guys are excited and you know your fans you, you're excited about your bias group which is great but like honestly I'm worried for you guys' health. Like I feel like this whole thing with 21 is like causing people to go into like <laughs> Psychiatric distress, like this, like I'm just this. That's what I'm getting from like some of the stuff that I'm seeing being written online. It's insane. And then, of course, the whole thing with and you know coming off of the performance, obviously people weren't expecting it, and then everyone was like, oh, you know, well, you know, does this mean there's a comeback? And um, of course, not long after that, we get. Uh, a comment, a statement from 
an insider, um, to be clear, um, nobody from YG has verified that you know this has come from YG or anyone from within YG or whomever that um, you know the you know 21 and Park Bomb was you know the whole thing was just a surprise for the treat for the fans and they're still focusing on CL's thing, so that just made things worse. And then uh, to top that off, we have international fans melting down on our side of the pond and then um, we have uh, Korean fans um, of course uh, Trustee Netizen Buzz uh, translates the comments from all the articles about Park Bomb and well I don't think I don't really <laughs> think I have to say what happened from that um, uh, Korean netizens are pretty uh, I'm going to say, judging from the comments that we've seen, uh, they've been pretty harsh on Bomb. Um, they're pretty unimpressed about with Tuniwen in general. The enthusiasm is definitely not there as much with the Korean fans, and there's a lot of Park, John plastics, Park Bomb plastic surgery jokes. Um, so there's some animosity. I've seen women international fans who are just like, you know, what the hell, why are Korean fans so salty? Um, and I think, I mean, when you talk about, you know, we, we were talking about when uh, we were recapping the show, you know, well, you know, look at the reaction, you know, how could they not come back now? Well, I mean, I guess, you know, just thinking about the initial reaction from um, English fans and from the show itself, but then when you go back and read comments from, you know, just average, you know, I guess Korean fans that watched the show and how negative they were, um, I guess you can kind of understand why YG wouldn't consider bringing back 21 and Park Bomb, or even if it's not up to them, even, you know, I saw some people arguing Park Bomb herself might not want to, you know, come back, you know, with all of this negativity. She you know, I didn't think about it before, but, you know, some of this may be, you know, on her decision as well. And honestly, you know, I wouldn't blame her, especially if I was really sensitive toward these remarks. So, that's the whole, like, mess of a situation with them. I mean, Tim, I know you've said your whole thing about blackjacks, but, and... But, I, I mean, what do you guys, have you guys been following any more of this, I mean, since it happened? This is like the main thing I've been seeing from the mamas, and people have just been getting their life over this. But um, <laughs> it's just I don't know. I like I said with the blackjacks, they're kind of worrying me. Um, the international ones, it's just really like they have this unhealthy relationship with YG, and it's just and it's just you know well you know some of them are like oh well, I'm just glad I get to see them one more time, but you know. How dare they, you know, not tell us that they're not going to have them come back as a group? It's just this, it's it's just kind of disconcerting to me. I don't know. No one? No? <laughs> no? Anyone at all? <laughs> I don't know. I uh, saw, all I saw was Lord. Um, oh, yeah. Lord she, did uh, make that comment. She gave some praise to CL and 21. 
And the award show in general. I don't know. She said some comment about how she wished Western award shows were like this. And I was thinking five hours long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think it's kind of the typical, well, I think, like, you know. Yeah, I know, what she, I know what she meant. Yeah. But I, I, think, I think people kind of misunderstood it because of this particular award show. But I think her point was, like, the fact that people actually care about the performances that they put on. Like... When when you're only exposed to like Western award shows, it's literally it's just, just gone drama. downhill so much. Yeah. For for years now, like I mean, we're like five years deep in a drought of not having a good award show because all it is is like drama, and it's it's the same same drama every time. It's two girls get in some stupid fight about some BS that's scripted. Uh, two people make out for whatever stupid reason, and oh my god, it's such a shock. And then there's one real good performance that actually means something. That's it. Every single award show is the same. Like Kendrick Lamar's Police Car, and then we got uh, the freaking um, Nicki Minaj, Taylor Swift, uh, you want to fight, or not Taylor Swift, uh, the other chick, the other white girl. Oh, Miley Cyrus. Garbage, you know? Yeah. Um, was really good. Like that's all you get every single year. It's so scripted and it's so basic and it's so boring. And for me, when I when I watch an award show, I got what Lord meant in that like I want to see the performances. Like when you when you talk about a Korean award show, what are the things that you talk about? How interesting were the performances? No one cares about the awards because awards are awards and it's all the same. Like yeah, we want a speech. Yeah, it should be sweet, cool. But in America, it's like oh, well, we want the speech to see what drama comes up. Let's see what terrible joke the shitty host makes. Like, it's the same, it's just garbage. So, it's it, and it's two different things, right? Like, unfortunately, if you have performances, then your show runs super long like Mama. But yeah. at the same time, they're interesting. Like, we get the same performance week after week after week, and then finally we get something different, and, and it's you know, interesting. And then K-pop fans are saying, you know, about... You know, mamas and other shows like, oh well, you know, these, you know, our the mamas aren't as good as they used to be. You know, so you know, claiming that the past shows used and they're to have still more. better than VMAs. Like <laughs> you have to, you have to take it in. When Lord said that, you have to take it in her con, her her situation, right? She probably has only watched this performance or this mama at best, right? She's well, yeah. probably not an experienced mama watcher. She probably hasn't spent like you know four or five years like we have watching it. This is probably her first, maybe at most her second time ever yeah. watching it. This yeah. was a pretty solid mama. It was just really long. And there weren't a lot of different acts, but the acts that were there put on a good show. So, I mean, it makes perfect sense. Like, especially especially considering CL, no matter you know how we as K-pop fans feel about her, the song that she made caters way more to American audiences and Western audiences, and it there's does. English in it. She could actually relate to it. There's uh, English or there's American slash Western dancers that she can relate to that she's probably seen before or is a fan of. Like it's really easy to become a fan of that when you yeah. take your I know what CL can really do it to anyone out of it and just go, wow, this is interesting. I've never seen anything like it yeah, before. Yeah, I think in general for, and I think people forget that with CL because with people being, and I, you know, I, I didn't love everything about, I don't love everything about everything CL does and I didn't love everything about Hello Bitches and, you know, we made jokes about it and things. But I think in general people are, you know, and she may become, have some success in America. She may not. But in general, like I was saying, when she was getting press and a lot of 
the, the press that she has been getting on, on some spots on the internet from like English sites and such has been pretty positive. Um, in general, she's she's a good, I mean, she's got most of the things, I mean, she's a good, I mean, it's all the things that people used to praise CL for before people started turning on her. Um, <laughs> um, you know, she's, she's a good performer, she's got charisma, um, she's got talent, how much or how little is, you know, up to debate. And Hello Bitches, the song itself, it's not the best thing ever, but I mean, it's got a listenable beat, and you know, for a lot of people that aren't, you know, for the majority of people that aren't familiar with K-pop, and you know, never ever see Asian, you know, musicians of any kind, um, you know, on their TV screens, which is you know the majority of people in the West. Someone like CL is probably very interesting and intriguing to them. So, anything, um, anyone have anything to say about Park Bomb? <laughs> I still don't know what she has, what she's made of, because Mama's, like, sound system is so terrible. Like, I don't want to judge her yet. She didn't sound good, I agree, but at the same time, like, Mama's sound system is so bad. Um, people kind of pointed out that she didn't really have, like, charisma on stage or whatever. She never does. It's just well, the first time I mean, you've all noticed it. I don't know. Well, like, I mean, she's I the think... most boring, basic performer I've ever seen in my whole life. I mean, I think they all did pretty much... I mean, they were a little shakier than usual, because, I mean, for number one, they haven't performed together in, like, a while. But... I think everybody was fine with the exception of Bomb, but everybody's focus was on Bomb and her performance. Right. Like, CL was the same I that think she Bomb always was going... is. Yeah, and then of course she was probably going to be extra nervous because she knew everybody was probably going to be watching right. her. Right, I think people, I think people continue to go back, and when they say like, "Oh, this performance doesn't have the same charisma or whatever," like mm -hmm. the way they're looking at it is like they're looking at Bomb first, and then they're moving on to the rest of the girls. And I don't think that's right. Like, I think if you took this performance and you could uh, remove yourself from knowing all of the drama, like if I gave this to somebody who had never seen to anyone before and I gave them, you know, their mama performance, whatever it was, two years ago, and this one, I think yeah. they would just say, hey, they look older here. That's it. Yeah. Like, that's literally the only difference between the two performances and the songs are different. But they don't really look like they're not having fun. Mincy and CL both look like they're having a blast on stage. Yeah. Dara always has a good good time on stage, regardless of the stage that she's on. She always looks like she wants to be there. I so mean, the only, the glaring yeah. one is Bomb, who never puts on a good show. Like, unless she can sit still and not have to focus on dancing, that's the only time where she looks like she's really into it, because she doesn't have to dance, and that's clearly where she gets so worried and nervous. So, yeah. I don't know. It just, it bugs me because... Like, you get the same thing when people talk about the live performances of 2Anyone every single time. And then now, for whatever reason, because it's been so long, I guess, people forgot that, like, Bomb isn't a good performer. And they're just like, oh, well, they didn't look great on stage. Why? Because Bomb didn't look great on stage? Well, she's a bad performer. I don't know what you want. Well, and like she's I said, so there's going to be intense scrutiny on her, and she's probably expecting it. So, I mean, that probably didn't help. Um, yeah, people all. are looking at it through like glasses that have a target symbol that's focused on Bomb, and that's all they can look at. And they're just like, wow, Bomb looks like crap. Well, yeah, she's not a good performer, okay? She never has been. Stop pretending. 
Sit her I down just... in a chair if you want her to put on a good performance, because she'll kill it if she gets to sit down and relax. Well, I kind of disagree with that, too, but... Okay. I wouldn't say kill it. Okay, <laughs> sure. Don't kill it for bomb, all right? You're right, okay, but... Okay. I, like, like I said, I really don't think she's a good performer, and I don't think she's ever been a good performer in her whole career. Um, I think people have some sort of weird image of her because they want to like her so much. Well, that's what had... I think. I think her yeah. whole thing is that a lot of people, to me, that seem to be mom fans are people that like her a lot because of her offstage personality and how she's... I mean, people there are Blackjack fans, you know, obviously watch, you know, videos and interviews of too many one, you know, that obviously non-fans don't watch. And, you know, apparently she's a very sweet, you know, nice person. And, you know, so people gravitate toward that. And then, of course, the whole thing with her, I mean, her singing were, um, I think, judging that, she does, her singing is not, I mean, objectively, is not as good as it used to be. Um. I think it's never been great. <laughs> but she's, she did well, I mean I think she she did have it. some she did have something and she was known for having been at YG for some time and having an interesting tone to her voice and so yeah, yeah, yeah. and so, you know, she still has that kind of uh has that reputation for having a, a interesting voice or decent voice or whatever. Right. Um, when I say how she when is, I say it hasn't it's not great or whatever, I mean liter legitimately in a like technique. Uh, the oh, glaring yeah, no, thing that she's had an issue with is she has really, really poor technique to the point where like she's damaging her vocal cords yeah. because of her technique. So, so when I like her voice is interesting. Don't get me wrong, and I know. Black oh yeah, no, but her I voice mean, is very interesting. It's, it's it's fun to listen to, but only for a little bit, and it it doesn't have any staying power because she's killing her vocal cords in doing. Oh yeah, it. I mean, technique. well, she's and she's been doing it Which for a while because it's obvious you can. You know, if you go through and, you know, if you listen to her, you know, singing, you can see the, you know, how her voice is, you know, went down just from when she debuted with 21. And, I mean, that's not even counting the years she was with, um, you know, YG before that. So, um, yeah, but, I mean, just in general, my main concern with this is that, um, um, you know, West uh, English Blackjacks, please... Calm the f down, please. Just stop being crybabies. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you guys please. are whiners. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna go into it again. But you guys are literally the biggest whiniest franchise that I've ever seen in my whole life. Stop crying. Chill out. You had a good ass run. If it's over, if this is the end of two anyone, you guys had a good run. All right. You were the second biggest K-pop female girl group. Like in comparison to two anyone or uh, SNSD, y'all had a good run. It's not like you're a bunch of rainbow fans. Chill out. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna move on. All right, Tate is so Tayon, Tiffany, Soyeon from. Mm -hmm. You could have stopped at Tayon and Tiffany. We we got oh. all the relevant ones out. Oh. Hey, I don't. I'm <laughs> Stand by it. I don't feel bad. I actually like Sohyun, and I'm not a generation fan. I like you're people just... with feelings and emotions. She can't I don't help like it. You're just like Bora. She can't help that she doesn't have feelings and emotions. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I guess she can't I've help I've seen even the other Sones call her Sobot, but they do it with affection. They, they, I do they it with use... the fact that she is legitimately a robot. Yeah, I was about to say not the way Tim does, but even <laughs> other Sones like are like, yeah, she's she's kind of you know emotionless, but I don't know. I I. Her and C3PO I, I like her. would be a great couple. Power couple. 
Okay. <laughs> well, they made their comeback recently with their Dear Santa song and Christmas EP, whatever. Um, so they've got a Christmas song out, and they've got an MV where they're doing Christmassy things and being cutesy and wearing Santa hats and dancing around and big t-shirts and socks and whatnot. Has anyone paid any attention to this comeback at all? I watched the English version because I did an English version as well as a Korean yes, version. They did. Um, it sounds like every other Christmas song uh, ever. Yeah. And I don't know. It's cute. I don't like that that weird lion made another appearance. Oh, like, good the, the Lionheart video was just weird and gave me like. Remind me of furries. No offense to furries, but I don't know. I was not happy that that thing popped up again. I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, I guess they were trying to do some continuity, but yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That has nothing to do with Christmas. Maybe if they dressed him up as Santa Claus. They I did. I think they sense. did dress him up as Santa Claus, oh, but it was okay. still like a weird lion person, and it was not into it. Yeah, I mean, for me, like one of the things that annoy me most in the world is Christmas songs. Um, and not carols necessarily, but just like the commercialized, like crappy, like original Christmas crap that comes out every year. And, you know, it's the uninspired, like pop Christmas songs. I, I could not dislike them any less. So, you know. That's exactly what that song is. <laughs> yeah, so no, I mean, I heard enough of it and saw enough of it that I was like, well, you know, I pretty much know what my reaction is going to be to this. So, um, you know, I, I, I knew I wasn't going to be here for it from the beginning. Um, I'm assuming from your silence, Tim and Kiara, that you guys have not even... <laughs> oh, I listened to it. I wish oh, okay. that I had it. It's like it's literally the most boring <laughs> song I've ever heard, but I, I have the same feeling about every TTS song I've listened to yet. So, I mean, um, it, it's weird because, like, while uh, while I may bag on TTS, like I don't ever bag on the fact that Taeyeon can clearly sing, except she has no emotion in her voice. And Tiffany is also, you know, a good singer. She's not amazing, but she's good. Like, I'll never say she's terrible. But she has a tendency to oversing, but yeah. Yeah. She does. She she definitely oversings, and her ad libs could use a lot of work. But, <laughs> um, but like they're both talented vocalists, and you know, I guess Sohan's there to I don't know whatever she does. But um, oh. they're talented vocalists. Sohan has a nice voice too. Anyways, so oh. there's two people who can sing in that group, and they carry the weight, you know, well enough. Um, and they needed another person because TT sounds weird. So I get it. It's fine. Well, um, I mean, isn't wasn't the story it originally supposed to be like Jessica, TJT or whatever, or TTJ yes, or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was that's what I heard. That's and then the it was whole... supposed to be like TTJ, and then and then, then stuff went down, went. and yeah. yeah. Um. So so either way, and if that had been the unit, that would have been that would have been a diff. We might be talking some different stories here, but regardless, this is what we got. Like this song is a very very basic Christmas song. I said the yep. same thing though about um. Bomb and Lehigh's Christmas song when they oh, did their Christmas Oh, God. Cover. I don't even think that's as worse as that. was the most horrible thing I've ever... I don't think that's the most horrible thing ever. I, I think you're exaggerating. I think, like, it wasn't well, great. Maybe it's my hate it was just a cover. Songs. Yeah, I well, could see that. that's the thing. It's because, it's okay, you're cover. taking one of the best... One of the best Christmas... Okay, and I will... Okay, because I'm going to... Like, okay, I'm going to say I just said that I hate Christmas pop songs... 
But I'm going to contradict myself and say, excluding Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, because I love I everything by Mariah Carey. So. I love it. I hate it during Christmas time because they play it all the freaking time, but I think it's the best pop Christmas song there is, and it's the only one I will listen to. Now, but I mean, so then your opinion is like horribly that, biased. Okay, continue. <laughs> but if you're gonna cover something like that, I mean, for all that is holy, at least make sure you have someone like Eileen covering it, or Curran, or someone that can actually like carry it off. Uh, I think that Lehigh sounded fine on to, it. They should have sounded fine, but they turned it into this weird thing, and then it was a duet. No, my only issue. My only issue with that song, honestly, is that they didn't do enough to make it their own. They tried too hard to uh, be respectful to the original content, and I think if you're going to take and a song that's legendary... And they could carry it off. And they could I think, pull it off. I don't think Ailey could or Hyorin could either. They would make the song their own. It would be a different song. And that's but part I, of what I was trying to say is that you, you, if you take a song that legendary, you have to change it. Like, the the... A mess of whatever TTS gave us is like multiple songs. It's not like one flowing song. It feels like we got more things in it, right? Like they kind of jumbled Christmas together and we're like, Christmas! <laughs> like, and that's what they gave us. Whereas Which is what most straight... of the Christmas pop songs sound like. Right, and we got like a straight cover of Mariah Carey's song that, you know, all you can compare it to is Mariah Carey. It doesn't matter, like the song or the content of it, because I think that song is garbage, no matter who sings it. But Mariah Carey's voice is spectacular. So all you have to compare it to is, like, Mariah Carey's voice versus these two girls. Um, I think Lehigh sounded great on the song, and Bomb didn't. And so because they didn't try to make the song their own, or they didn't try to change it, they literally just tried to both sing the same song, it came out weird. But it's not the worst thing to ever happen, by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, you could easily have made that 100% worse. So I think it's well, fine. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess but you're I going think, that way. Yeah, of course, it'll always be worse. But well, no, but I think there's been worse Christmas songs in general. Like, I don't think that's near close to the worst. Like, that song has been covered multiple times in Korea worse than that. Like, it's oh, not okay. like they're the they're just the first person to put it out and actually, like, try to sell it to people. So I guess <laughs> well, there's that. And well, they made yeah, a I mean, yeah, obviously that. that song's been covered in so many times by so many people, but yeah, right. so it, I think I think it's it fine. Good, it's just, they didn't no. they didn't do enough with it. Is my issue. I don't think anybody should take that song and cover it directly unless your range is legitimately the same as Mariah Carey. Unless you can do that, and unless you can enunciate all your words, don't do it. Just just <laughs> leave it alone. Ariana Grande. Was that about her? That's, yeah, I was yeah, like. <laughs> that's my shout out to her. Like before you think that this is a good idea for Christmas time, because it's coming, oh, girl. Oh, good lord, chill <laughs> out. <laughs> Universe Tim, and now she's gonna do it. No, nah, I just told her to pump the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's gonna do it and be like, "I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show Tim from Not Your Average Nozens." And then I'll be um, on the podcast going, "Look at what I did! I proved that she's not that good." I don't know. <laughs> I proved she's no more I carry. I did it, guys. You're welcome. Okay, <laughs> okay so take to so um, crappy Christmas song. Um, speaking of girls' generations, Jessica. Recently um, mentioned in an interview with fashion magazine High Cut that she is currently working on a new album and um, that she never said that she was going to leave the entertainment industry and that she wants to juggle life as a celebrity and as a designer. 
So I think that came as a surprise to some people. Um, because I think people just kind of assumed after she left and focused on Blanc and what, you know, whatever the, you know, her fashion design and whatnot, she just wasn't going to, she was done with music. But, you know, if she does come back, that will be interesting. Um, I have no idea what kind of music she'll do. I didn't mind Jessica as far as being part of Girls' Generation, but I don't know if I would like her voice on its own. Yeah. Um, she has kind of a, I don't know, like I said, it works good in, in the context of, like, the group, like I thought, you know, with their songs, because she had, you know, an aspect, you know, that added something to Girls' Generation, but, like, by itself, I don't know, her voice always seems kind of high and nasally to me. Yeah, she has a weird tone, I think. Her and Crystal both have, they sound the same. Her and Crystal sound really similar, but I think both of them have weird tones. Crystal doesn't bother me as much for some reason. Really? Sometimes I feel like when I'm listening to FX songs, it sounds exactly like Jessica, and I have to remind myself that I'm listening to FX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Oh. I feel, I've noticed that more recently, too, with Crystal. Like, her voice recently sounds way more like Jessica than it used to. Um, I don't know, maybe it's because of the type of songs they do now, and it, she has to make her voice more nasally. I don't know. But I definitely hear more than I used to when the beginning with FX. Hmm. And as for Jessica's voice, to be honest, that her type of voice, the first time I've heard something like really airy and like thin like hers was the duet group called As One. So I feel like her voice is fine, but I feel like it has, I feel like she has to be singing with someone, at least one other person. Because I don't know, her by herself, it might be after a while, it might be too much. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but yeah. I mean, I I have a feeling that whatever it is she does, people will eat it up. Obviously, so um, we shall see. So that's a bit of interesting news there. Also, some exciting news. We'll be hearing from Crazy Dog Yezzy very soon. Um, we've also she recently we recently got some released um, cover art for Yezzy's forthcoming single, Crazy Dog, featuring Sonny, which is literally like a Cujo-esque. Like, it's literally nothing but like... But she's a crazy dog, right? Of a dog mouth. It's like some straight Cujo realness. On the, and it, I love it. Um, and um, we've already got the cover art there. And so this is December going to be 11. her... Yeah, it's going... To, well... Crazy Dog is supposed to be her surprise pre-release song before oh. the official solo debut, apparently. And um, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the information here exactly when that's going to drop. Um, but this is going to apparently going to come out before the actual official release. So um, I guess it's going to be an official extended recording of um, what she did. Um, on, I'm pretty rapster. With so. a with a full music video. That's that. Those two things, the the actual single or whatever, Crazy Dog and with Sony, and then the actual music video that they filmed for it. That's uh, I think somebody said that it's not supposed to have anything to do with Unpretty Rapstar, which is interesting. Because hmm. I thought hmm. they would just use like 
what she already did, like maybe her live performance or something, but I guess it's not. But uh, both of those things are December 11th is when we'll get that in V, that part, and then hopefully we'll get an announcement. I didn't know that was her pre-release to like her real solo debut, so that's cool. I'm glad yeah. that we're not getting like the song that we've already half heard as her solo project. Yeah, but that's pretty awesome. I'm not actually. I'm actually not surprised that they're trying to distance from Unpretty Rapster. I, I get the feeling like Yezzy's probably like I'm done with these bitches, and <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, you know, she's, you know, okay. I, you know, I, I just don't see her like going. You know, I mean, I, I she's obviously participating in Unpretty Rapster things, but you know, as far as her own career, I, I just see her like, you know, I'm gonna do my own thing and. You know, I you know, good luck to Trudy, but you know, I've got my own stuff to do. So, I, I hope she still kind of calls out people in her song. Maybe call out even more people in the extended version. That would be very awesome. But I'm excited for it. So some people are a little disappointed about Sonny being on it. Um, <laughs> people are like, if Sonny doesn't ruin the song, I don't <laughs> necessarily think he will. Um, that was a sentiment I saw with some people. That Sonny, it's a lot of Sonny people who don't know that Sonny can actually like come with the noise when he gets on some real tracks. Like mm. Sonny may do a bunch of these little pretty songs with Idol Girls, but this fool also has a song where he shit on brand new music and shit on like all of these labels. Just <laughs> deep. Not brand new music, sorry. Um, uh, JYP and he shit on a. Uh, Brand new stardom, like he, he will come for you. If he needs to come for you, he will come for you. So don't act like Sonny doesn't go hard when he needs to. He will. If he needs to show up and he needs to show out, he will be here for it. I promise you. I promise you that. <laughs> he was the original rap genius. That was his nickname when he was in the underground. He is something else when he gets on a track. Okay. See, I was hoping you would say something, because I was like, I heard about that, and then I was like, well, I don't know enough about, all I know really about Sonny is, like I said, the more um, radio-friendly stuff that he's done, but I was like, I'm sure he's probably done other things, you know, yeah, mixtapes and other some, stuff. Yeah, if you hear some real Sonny, just go look up his Rap Genius stuff, and when he used to battle with the Punchline King and Swings, they have a song together where they just go at it, and it is... It is some genius, like some stuff that you just don't get anymore. They are, they, he has a legacy for a reason. JYP hired him to teach his people how to rap when there was no like pretend rapper even at, at all on JYP for a reason. Like don't take this tasty Sonny thing that we got as a symbol of what Sonny can do or any of really the music he's released recently because he's, purposely trying to make money like he's out here trying to make money he's trying to further his career because he's already paid his dues in the underground if he needs to come back and pay some more dues in the underground to prove all of you guys wrong he'll come and do it like he, he, he will be here I promise if Yeezy comes to him and is like I'm gonna go hard on this track you better go hard too we're gonna get some stuff we're gonna hear some we're gonna hear some shit I promise promise you okay well that is all the confirmation I needed um, yes, but Yezzy, Crazy Dog, featuring Sunny, looking forward to it. Um, also, Sistar, S-I-S-T-A-R, Sistar, is now getting a little sister group. They are a 12-member group um, called WJSN. Um, that is their Korean name standing for, ooh, 
in my notes. Standing for Wuju Sonyo. And English name is Galaxy Girl. Oh, no, not Galaxy Girl. Cosmic Girl? I'm sorry. Galaxy Girls? Or I think Cosmic it's Cosmic. Girls? Cosmic Girls. Okay, I've seen both, but um, Cosmic Girl, I think, is the right, correct one. And then they also have a Chinese name, I, I believe, somewhere I, I saw that. Um, but apparently it is a, a group with Korean and Chinese members, and people are saying this is Starship's Sonoshide, or, you know, obviously. So, um, And I think that some pictures of potential members are popping up online, but, um, you know, all we know so far is this information about it and... Um, you know, a little graphic that, you know, was released about the group. So that is interesting. Um, anyone have any thoughts on that? I feel like you're pointing this out to me, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I have, I have known that there was going to be a debut for a girl group on Starship for a while now. Um, but as to exactly how many members or what their work, what their name was, like I had no idea of it. Um, the only thing that is confirmed is that Exy, who some may have, who some might have seen her on, on Pretty Rap Star, she's officially going to be part of the group. Um, so that's the only real like member we know so far. Um, that's all I need to know. I'm here for it. <laughs> she's killing it on Pretty Rap Star. Like, if you go back and watch her stuff, whew, she's a monster. I just hopefully she'll get a chance to do something with eleven other girls in the group. Well, she's she has a a decent following already from Unpretty Rap Star, so I would imagine she's going to be their lead rapper, and thus will have at least like you know a five second part. <laughs> <laughs> the obligatory rapper line. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm actually kind of I'm interested to see what direction Starship is going to do with them because, as you know, the only girl group or even girl group members, you know, anything, you know, like female solo is everything, is just sister. You know, it's always just been them, and everyone else has been, you know, guys. So it's interesting to see how Starship is going to play this out. Like, what kind of yeah. they're going to do with them? I don't foresee them doing cutesy, cutesy anything like that. But um, I don't. I really don't know. Yeah. It would be nice if they were kind of like mini sisters in a way, but I, you know, I don't know. We shall see. And it all depends also on how old they are. So. Yeah, I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, that is interesting as well. And also, for all you EXO fans, not on this <laughs> podcast, but out there. Um, hey, I like EXO. We have. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, for Bailey then. Um, and other EXO fans, EXO <laughs> is going to be having their first North American tour. Um, the EXO planet n number two, the EXOLUTION. Yeah, I never know how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be visiting five cities in North America in February of 2016. EXO L's, get ready and get excited because EXO is coming to you. Yeah. <laughs> Get those XO VIP tickets. So, yeah. See the remaining nine before 
Somebody else ends up. Somebody, <laughs> somebody else, please. You mean That's... the last standing member of XLM? See him while he's still there. The next um, Exodus happens. Man, I would love to be. Who is it? Luhan? Is he the last one? Is he the Chinese member that's still there? No, Lei. Lei, you know yeah. that dude is getting spoiled, so they he don't is. look like racist. Oh yeah. my god, I would love to be own, him. He has his own Straight studio up. in Japan now. He's yeah. like, he's like, not Japan. Why did I say Japan? China. China? He's yeah. always in China. Like, I mean, if you saw on that on a Mona that like those fluff line awards or whatever, they have that oh. category that's like, are you even in the group? And he's in that category yeah. because he's like <laughs> never with them anymore. Are you kidding me, dude? If I was him, I'd be chilling. I'd be like, hey, if you mess this up, I'll leave SM and you're going to look so bad. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. That dude is living the life. Thank God. God bless him, dude. He may not <laughs> the rest of, the rest I don't of like XO at all, but good job, bro. Like, <laughs> like, get your money. Well, he really has the other guys to think because... Yeah. Uh, I bet he prays every day to Tao and the other. Nah, I bet you that shit was orchestrated. I bet they're all friends and they're hanging out. Well, like, no, he no, still talks to them. He definitely still See? talks to them. I bet you he's kind well, of no, a page and they're all hanging out. The whole China line is probably all tight. Cause he's buying them well, lunch. I don't know about Chris and, and Tao. Like, I don't know if they've here. recovered. Chris and Tao's relationship oh, yeah, they has had recovered. But uh, the others, I'm pretty sure. I mean, Luhan and Chris are always photographed together. So they take over China. Yep. Goodness. That's so, too funny. I still think that's like I can't wait for when Lei finally leaves and then all of them are like, actually we're all friends. <laughs> <laughs> we are one, right? We actually are friends and this is our power group and they'll just be like, yeah. Yeah, they just like <laughs> like form their own like Chinese group and like become like the biggest Asian boy band. <laughs> that would be oh my hilarious. gosh, that would be such uh That SM would be some would be, justice. SM would be like uh, they would be like trying to aim all of their like legal torpedoes toward them, uh, but they I won't mean, work because everyone's learning from JYJ now. I think if that happens, I could see it happening because they're all releasing really embarrassing music in China right now. I don't know <laughs> if anybody has heard anything that Chris or Lu Hunter Tao has released, but it is. Hilarious. I know I saw something one of them did, and I only listened for like a second before I had to turn it off. Luhan is um, trying to become Chinese Justin Bieber, basically. Oh, all goodness. I saw was the oh. cover for like Tao's whatever solo project, and I was like, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> give it, give it a listen. It's no, if you want, if you want to laugh, give it. A oh, listen. if I want to, if I, I heard, I heard there was some like funny of him acting hard on it, and I was like, oh yeah. my goodness. You would. These SM artists come out. We sit. But like you said, he wants to be Chinese Justin Bieber, and he's making money, so I guess he has the last laugh there. I mean, mean, as long as you know dignity and self-respect are important things in in your life. (laughs) Then you know. I didn't say that. I want for for everybody that comes for me because we're making fun of EXO. It was Ash that said that, not me. Okay. I'm not <laughs> saying that he doesn't have any. I'm just saying if you're going for money, then the people that hustle the most usually, you know, they're willing to. Okay. Um, going forward, um, probably the most interesting thing that's happened since the Mamas is um, remember you kiss? Yeah. So um, you kiss member. What, Kiara? Like only the ten of us that are still here, but it's okay. <laughs> okay. 
Um, yes, well, UKIS, that boy group that um, released, I don't even know, remember the last time they released something, but it's been a while. Member Eli revealed that he is married and that he and his wife are expecting a baby. Um, this kind of just popped out of nowhere onto the interwebs and um, he wrote a message on social media and said, Hey everyone, I know you all probably knew I had a girlfriend by the ring on my finger. We've been together for about five years now and love each other very much. We actually filed for our wedding license June 5th, 2014 and are currently happily married with a baby on the way. My wife is three months pregnant and by summer of next year I'm going to be a father. We still haven't had our ceremony yet, but we will try to have it very soon. I know this might come as a surprise for everyone, but we thought everyone should know. Thank you all for supporting all this time and I apologize if any of you feel betrayed and understand if you no longer support UKIS. Now, there are some people that are like, why the hell did he have to um, <laughs> apologize um, at the end of that? And I'm kind of surprised too, because it's like, you know, if you, you know, you've been with your wife since 2014, um, you shouldn't be having to apologize for anything and you're having a baby. I mean, anyone that feels betrayed by that and no longer supports you kiss because of that, um, I don't know what to tell you. Um, it just kind of seems like, you know, I mean, for someone that seems like they're already kind of deep into domestic bliss and they're having a child and, you know, he's his guy's partner. I mean, the last thing it seems like you'd be worrying about is what you KISS fans think or how betrayed they feel because one of the cute members of you KISS is married and has a baby. Um, but any thoughts on Eli? I don't remember who Eli is, but <laughs> um, uh, congratulations to him and his his wife. And um, I know it, was it uh, Haley or Kiara? One of you said that it seemed like you, because fans were generally supportive. That was me. Um, but yeah, from what I've seen, all I've just seen are like. Well, people are first being surprised afterwards. They're like, well, congrats. I hope, you're, I hope you two be happy and congrats on the baby. I'm even seeing fan projects for them. Like they're, like some Kiss Me's are coming together to get gifts for the baby or whatever. So, you know, mostly it's just positive. I've been seeing this about it. So, you know, it's what happens when, it's what happens when you, you don't have a huge fandom and, you know, you've been in the game for so long, it's kind of like, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's an advantage for you, Kiss. I mean, imagine if they were, I mean, if you're XO, you, you definitely oh can't God. do something like this. So I, would, I want that to happen now, just to sure. see the yeah, meltdown. Well, I, don't, I don't know if we're ready for that yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we're ready for that. I, I mean, to be honest, this is pretty tame compared to like, I mean, well, because he isn't, uh, he's still an idol right now, it's big in the sense that because, you know, he's married already and, you know. I mean, he's been married since 2014, which I did not know that. Yeah, but I mean, I've heard more shocking things like, I don't know if you guys know the male singing group VOS, they're not really around anymore, but um, like one of the singers, like he was married for like five years or something like that, and had kids or whatever, and nobody knew. 
<laughs> and so, um, I guess some some reporter reported on it, and then it was a huge thing. Oh my gosh! Is that one of the like '90s groups? No, they were so. And no, they were so like more. They were more like early twenties, mid twenty. I mean twenties, two thousands. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't that happen um, with some group nobody pays attention to earlier this year? Like somebody, group, yeah, yeah somebody was secretly married and had a kid, and not even the agency knew. Yeah. <laughs> it was like some huge secret. Yeah, it was from I some group, group. I can't remember the name. Yeah, I don't know what group it was, but. Yeah, I mean to be honest, I'm sure a lot of I wouldn't be surprised if some of these idols are married and have kids, <laughs> and we have no idea. <laughs> hey, I mean it's a distinct possibility, especially you know with the way that they're treated as far as um, being allowed and not allowed to have even just casual girlfriends and boyfriends and that sort of thing, and how crazy their fans can be and sissings and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I mean I think. That's probably more common than we than we realize that sort of thing. We would be su surprised, especially there's probably a lot of love childs out there, a lot of oh. out of wedlock babies that we don't know about. Wouldn't be surprised. Kara's <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. Um, so yeah, uh, you kisses Eli. Um, congratulations to you, and congratulations for getting you kiss mentioned on this podcast for the first time in. <laughs> Very long time. Yes. Okay. Um, going on, um, BTS um, has recently come back. Um, they've been promoting a song called Run, and they also have a new album out. And they also have been getting some good media play. Um, there's a article making their rounds online called BTS is K-pop's social conscience um, and basically talking about how they are talking um, or addressing topics in their songs that the usual boy bands don't touch. Um, so basically that their you know songs this time around are, are deeper than you know, what the typical K-pop, like, brings out. Um, and this is just some stuff from the album. Feel free to interject or add any comments, but their album is called The Most Beautiful Moment in Life, Part 2. And so they've got um, songs called um, Nevermind, which was co-written by Suga. Um, this article says one of the most honest rap performances the group has given to date where they explicitly detail how they've stayed themselves after facing not only the pressures of youth but success and they've also got songs called Waylian 52 talking about loneliness through a yet undiscovered whale species that speaks at the atypical frequency of 52 hertz and has been named the loneliest in the world. Um, that's pretty deep, I have to say. And, um, you know, they said in general, BTS uh, has said their albums and EPs look to express different points of youth. And part two encompasses the moment that a young adult is beginning to think about the world in more complex ways than I love you and I hate you. 
and um, they're talking about how Rap Monster had talked about in interviews, you know, they had mental health issues. Um, he's shown support for gay, public support for gay rights. Um, so the article is just kind of uh, talking about um, BTS and how their latest album is kind of amplifying it, how they've been more, I guess, socially conscious uh, as a mainstream K-pop group. Um, and the group, the new album basically reflects that, and reading that, um, obviously a lot of stuff I didn't know about, um, they were mentioning about with the, um, public support for gay rights, um, and then they mentioned how, like, I don't know if any of you guys also, uh, if you guys follow BTS, I don't follow them too closely, I know of them I like, B I like BTS, yeah. And they're saying Jen casually talks about how he uses a pink phone <laughs> because it's pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just generally how, I guess, they're comfortable in being themselves and um, not too much about putting up with an image. So. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting, the article, because BTS's music has always kind of been like that. Yeah. Um, like, talked about other issues, like even... Their earlier stuff, um, not like Boy in Love or Danger, those songs are just like about girls, but um, yeah. some of their other stuff, like No, that was about, you know, youth issues. They've always kind of been more, had more songs that were like socially aware, um, especially more on their albums too, like they, like Spinebreaker and stuff like that, they talk about issues. Um, so it's not anything new with BTS, but it's also one of the reasons that I think a lot of people like BTS, mm -hmm. because it's not just like, oh, you know, let me be your opa or anything like that. They talk, they yeah. say about stuff that they seem to care about, Yeah, so people like it. Yeah. Well, it definitely made me uh, a lot more um, intrigued. I mean, I like I said, I've only really listened to, you know, this, their promoted songs, but... Um, I'm probably gonna, you know, give their other stuff a listen now, just because I'm a bit interested, and especially that whale thing. Um, that is yeah, really, that's a good really, song. that is really deep. Um, um, really deep and and complicated, but um, it's interesting. I mean, you definitely don't see a lot of people doing stuff like that right now. At least people there, you know, mainstream K-pop idols. Yeah, writing so, songs from the perspective of a whale. <laughs> Of a and of a whale of a, yeah. and a, a as yet unnamed species, yes. Um, <laughs> I mean that's so specific; it's just crazy. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, that's I I just found that really interesting. Kiara, Tim, anything you guys have? Um, anything about BTS? Are you guys? I don't I don't really follow them like that, but I do like a few of their songs. Um, I do enjoy their new song, Run, although just like with FX Four Walls, I feel like it's a song I enjoy more just listening to it than watching them perform it, at least because while watching their mama performance, I was kind of like, eh, about it, I don't know, but um, I don't know, I mean, I've, I already know that they've done like kind of like really deep songs or whatever, and if you watch some of the videos, it's kind of, even though they're a bit weird, you can tell they're trying to go for this like kind of like deep message. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, kudos to them. It does The titles of these songs do sound interesting. I haven't listened to the album yet, so I don't know 
but maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, I, I think I'm definitely going to. Um, so, uh, BTS has definitely got me interested, um, and I've heard good things about them um, in the past. And I think, in general, I've liked what I've heard of them, so I think I'm ready to take the plunge. So, um, we'll see how that goes. Okay, um, I guess uh, last thing here, I don't know if you guys, uh, shout out to Omona. Um, I think maybe Tim, when, um, who is, is uh, left for the um, remainder of the podcast, um, so um, thanks Tim, um, but uh, I think mentioned Amona's maybe flop awards, um, shout out to Amona for that, um, <laughs> I don't know if they did this last year, um, this seems like the K-pop Razzies. <laughs> thing, and I've been looking at some of the, and it's just like they know this is gonna cause um, some like major um, troll wars on the site, and they just don't care. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm just looking at um, some of the um, nominations, and um, have any of you guys looked at this? The oh yeah, I voted. I voted. Oh yeah, you already voted. <laughs> I haven't seen it. But... I haven't seen it now, so... Yeah, it's kind of like a, a K-pop Razzies thing, but it's like, like I said, it's like, it's specifically, it's like, obviously baiting, because, okay, oh, yeah. they have, <laughs> I mean, you know that there's going to be, so, they have, um, my computer's getting a little weird, but they have um, categories like the Boy Stop Award. Um, and all the nominations are for, um, the nominees are Beast, Big Bang, Icon, Super Junior, XO, and Seventeen. Um, I think that award was supposed to be, it's supposed to be for people that you want to go to the army and just get out of the spotlight. Oh, okay. Well, Big and, Bang is, like, uh, getting ready to do that. That's what um, I'm like, what kind of, uh, what's the award for? I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just called away. like it's just like called like the boy stop, boy stop award. And then they have girl the girl stop award. Um, biggest concept fail. I use CZ icon in general. Baby boos, boo boo boo. Girls days, ring my bell. Stellar's vibrato. Sisters, Gotham sirens. Um, and. You know, I, I think it says that other than the ones which are specifically supposed to be for. E, e, you know, Nugu groups. Um, all of the nominations are uh, like all the nominees are like big idol groups. So obviously, this is going to cause fights on the site. Um, worst song: um, SNSD, Party, Big Bang, Bang Bang Bang, Amber, Shake That Brass, Girls Day, Ring My Bell, Kuhara, Choco Chip Cookies. EXID, Hot Pink, oh man, Tim would not like that if he were here. Uh, Fix, <laughs> Love Equation. And then for Worst MV, they have Mamamoo, Um, Oh, Ah, Yeah. Um, I would be one of the people on there bitching about that. Icon, <laughs> Rhythm Taz, Super Junior, Devil, CL, Hello Bitches, Stellar, Vibrato, and Hello Venus, I'm Ill. So, and then there's several other categories besides this, but I... I think I'm going to take out some time in my life 
um, to look at some of the the threads when the voting's going down because it's it's oh man it's going to be a mess especially when the tallies start going up and people get to see like who's winning and who's losing. Oh, this is a good one. The Keanu Reeves Wooden Acting Award. <laughs> Tanyal and Exo Next Door. Winners Taken. Got Seven JB. Namji Hyuk. Susie. Hakyan. And, of course, they have to put him here. Top. Um, uh, the Greasiest and Cheesiest Fan Service of the Year Award. I don't know what that's necessarily supposed to mean, other than like just pervy like I fan service. Mean, I think they mean in the sense that, like, you know, like if a fan says "I love you" and then the idol replies with "I know I love you" or like you know, sundries like my everything or like yeah, yeah calling people their girlfriends like oh you're all mine. Yeah. Like they always do. Like, or they'll be like, Opa, I'm gonna date someone and he was like, No, you're only mine and that's it. Uh, like, stop lying to your fans. Stop it. Um a lot of fashion a lot of fashion related nominations. Um scandals, of course. <laughs> they have K pop prom king and queen. Um yeah, no fights over that one, I bet. Vote, vote for Mingyu from 17. <laughs> <laughs> Fluffiest group. Twice is not on there, so that's automatically irrelevant. Also um, vote for 17. <laughs> well, yeah, 17 is obviously... Haley, I don't think you have to worry about them not winning that I'm, one. They're totally going to win that one. I don't think they're going to win. I think they're against, they're against like GOT7, and I think GOT7 has a pretty large fan base on Amona. I don't know. Based on how good like JB or JB did in that hottest male poll, that whole thing was kind of weird though. Because then they did like they had people in the their little brackets, and then they brought people back, and I I don't know. That whole thing was kind of. I think they just had one revival round, and I think Mm. uh, who won it? Was it uh, Take? I think won it. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's kind of. Strange. I don't know. <laughs> and then, like, when they announced it, you know, they, it was just like, people were like, man, they're like, I got kind of, they were like, I was getting kind of crazy there for a second, but it's all good. And I was like, people what's got going so on in those threads? That's why I'm like, read it. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's why I'm like, this one is going to be insane. They're going to have to lock down, like, the threads or something, I think. So, just the last thing, I guess, since this is, they're having prom king and queen, um, <laughs> this is so silly. Um, so who's the king? I hate that my word is going so slow. Um, Exo Kai is a nominee for prom, K-pop prom king. Um, JB from GOT7. Jonghyun. Seventeen's Mingyu. Minkyu. Mm-hmm. Minho. <laughs> And BTS's Jungkook. K-pop prom queen, Taeyeon, Yezi, Boa, FX's Victoria, Nana, and Solgi, which I think is kind of a poor list. Um, and so I probably would just spam vote Yezi all day. 
Um, but queen, but whatever, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Shout out to Mona for this uh, flop awards. Um, I look forward to seeing uh, if the site will be able to survive um, the voting for this thing. But and it'll be interesting to see who gets chosen. Um, kind of wish I had come up with that idea, but I'm not really good at the whole awards thing. So, um, so which um, also um, reminds me, um, if we are we are still thinking of doing our um, end of the year, well, whichever show is going to end up being our end of the year show. Um, if any of you listeners have any ideas about um, any like special um, awards or segments or categories we could do, um, feel free to send them to us at our email at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com or our Twitter at um, NYA Netizens. And um, we will definitely take them into consideration and probably use them. Um, like I said, I'm not very good at the whole coming up with award categories thing. And we probably won't do it because um, everyone does it. And every site, K-pop site, and blog, and whatever will probably be doing it. But I do want to do something special for well, end of the year. Yeah. So. Their lists are not our lists, okay? And ours is not okay. So. Okay, Kiara. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for giving me. Thank you for giving me that. Um, yes, thank you. <laughs> we we are the only ones that. Well, that's true. No one else can can have our list. That's true. Um, but yeah, I do want to to do maybe do something a little bit different. But I definitely I still want to do kind of an end of the year thing. So, yeah. So we're thinking about that, and if you guys have any ideas about like what you would want to hear us um, talk about or cover for end of the year topics, um, keep that in mind. Last thing I want to mention um, before we are um, out for this episode, um, something interesting I put on our Twitter, and um, don't know if anyone saw it, um, but I did find it interesting. Uh, it was an article on Vulture that was about the most popular U.S. TV shows around the world. And um, I saw it on my newsfeed, clicked on it, and was thinking, well, there's a possibility South Korea might be on there, and South Korea is on there. Because um, I always wonder about things like that, like what do people in other countries like to watch in the U.S.? And sometimes I hear general things about, you know, Europeans used to love watching a lot of Baywatch and, you know, Germans love David Hasselhoff and that sort of thing. But you don't usually get a, a great idea. And South Korea, they have a top ten for a bunch of countries on here. And um, South Korea's top ten uh, most watched shows is um, are pretty interesting. Um, I was actually pretty impressed by the number one. Uh, number ten... I'm assuming that this is maybe a, a cartoon. I've never heard of it before. It's called Mammoth Lollipop. Um, but that's the number 10 U.S. show. Number hmm. 9 is Lego Ninjago Masters of Spinjitzu. Number 8 is SpongeBob SquarePants. 7 is Castle. 6 is CSI Crime Scene Investigation. Number five is CSI Cyber. Number four is NCIS. Um, NCIS? 
Yes. Um, <laughs> That's popular everywhere. Oh my god. Yeah. Number three is Criminal Minds. Number two is Dragons. I don't know what that is. And number one is Scandal. Um, interesting enough, they said um, obviously U.S. Uh, crime procedural shows like CSI and CIS um, and all those shows are really popular in South Korea for some reason. Um, and <laughs> and um, according to the um, article, um, they think Scandal is popular because um, they think the Scandal is kind of reminiscent of you know the typical kind of K drama. You know, Shonda Rhimes has she does have a typical, uh, very kind of recognizable melodramatic style that kind of fits in with that. So um, I found that really interesting. Um, I I know a scandal and I support it. Um, because I support Sandra Rhymes, but it's not really my thing. Um, <laughs> uh, soap operas in general aren't really my thing, so. But um, I do know of it, and I thought that was kind of interesting that that was their top show. Um, so um, that's just something to kind of round out um, the discussions here. Um, is there anything else you guys want to mention? Talk before we. Uh, I just want to say I googled Mamote Lollipop. Um, it's an anime, so I don't really understand. It's not really hmm. a U.S. It's hmm. not a U.S. import. That's from Japan. Yeah, it, so. I was like, it doesn't sound like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's on the list. So, um, if you guys had, you know, if there's any, you know, can email Vulture about that. I I just looked at it and I was like, I don't know what that is. So I just maybe assumed it was some like quirky show on like Cartoon Network or something. You know how they kind of have sometimes have weird anime esque stuff that isn't anime. Um, but um, yeah. So scandal. Oof. Go okay. scandal. Go South Korea. Um, for watching scandal. Uh, <laughs> for liking Shonda Rhimes, um, Shonda Rhimes. Um, you guys have anything else to add to the K-pop conversation for this week? Um, if you like Christmas songs, um, especially K-pop ones, uh, go watch Starship's new Christmas song. It's cute. And the ending's kind of. Right. Oh yes, I forgot about Starship's. Um, I like the song. Yeah. It's very mellowish. So. I like it. Yeah, style. I always forget about those like um, uh, company songs where they get you know people from all the you know different groups to get together and do this. I guess because the songs are usually like you said they're not they don't stand out but they're usually you know nice to listen to. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, they're, they're they're slowly but surely coming out you know one by one. So expect a lot of these to come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Tis the season for. Company songs. Well, we probably won't see one from YG Family, of course. But um, anything else, Haley? Anything from you, Haley? No. Uh, the only thing that is um, the three seventeen members. Their song with Ailey um, came out. They're like project single or whatever they're calling it. It's called Q and A. It's pretty good. If anybody wants to listen to it, it's a cute video. Support like seventeen. I like the music video. It was just really cute. Like them, and it's like the girlfriend would ask him a question, and they just wouldn't know how to respond to it. And yeah. They played with the whole like them studying and. Yeah, I thought that was really cute. How. That was cute. Yeah. 
You don't, uh, like, put it together until later. Uh, <laughs> and I got the 17 say. train will not be stopped. It won't. Everybody's going <laughs> to be on board. I'm waiting. Uh, <laughs> also, because maybe it's because I see more than 10 seconds of him in that because usually I see this guy only for like 10 seconds. Um, but Vernon has really, really pretty eyes. He really <laughs> oh, gosh. It's starting. It's starting. <laughs> I mean, actually, I like Chiara's Vernon. is being sucked in. I've been, I like 17 from the beginning, but... Um. <laughs> oh, but now you're, now you're getting biases, so it's yeah. officially starting. Resistance now. is futile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, my gosh. Um, they are the deserving boy group of a uh, new boy group of the year, so I don't know. Yes. <laughs> then why did Icon win the award? Ha! Ah, the rookie of the year award. Money. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure we will be seeing them. Oh yes, that's something that we can do for uh, New Year. I think we did last year is predictions. Gonna waste your predictions, and I predict Seventeen will be fighting with EXO fans next year for. Ooh, uh, top don't wish that on us. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, for uh, top big, you know, numerous boy group supremacy or what something like that. What are you talking about? are already doing the link slowly but surely in numbers. They'll soon be like the regular five. <laughs> numbers, yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be the next, uh, it'll yeah, be the I guess new that... boy group from SM that we have to worry about. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess maybe it'll be them because they're supposed to have 12 members. All those fetuses right. are are they? I thought they were supposed to have like seven. Oh, really? I thought it was. More I didn't than think that. it was Maybe twelve. Not. Maybe I I'm getting them mixed up with um, with cosmic girls. <laughs> Maybe. Or people thought Red Velvet was gonna have like twelve members that were gonna get added over time. And then what's with that other group that's supposed to come out at SM? The White Fox. I hope that's not the name because I can't. I can't. Oh, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> They were talking about there's maybe going to be another girl group coming out after Red Velvet called White Fox, and I was like, what? that makes no sense. But I, I don't, I don't think that's really valid. Um, obviously, the guy group in any case is going to be coming out before yeah. whatever you know next girl group is going to be. But um, yeah, so I guess maybe Seventeen will be battling out with them. Granted, if EXO doesn't lose any more members, um, since Big Bang is probably officially going to go on hiatus, you know, EXO won't have as much competition. And um, I guess you know, my my thoughts is it's going to be EXO Seventeen. Maybe throw a winner and icon in there. Depends on how YG's time management skills go for 2016. So we'll see. More the icon over winner. Uh, I'm more of a winner person, I guess, at this point. But no, I mean, just I, I feel like YG's preference. Oh be, well, yeah, no, definitely, yeah. definitely, because he's he sees icon as the next potential big thing. Um, but I don't know. I think winner has more of a um, has more of a distinct image, at least for now. So we'll we will see. Um, but maybe more of that to come for our end of the year episode. Anything else? Anything at all? Last call for this week. Oh, shout out also to Monster X for getting so much love this past few days just because they stayed behind the awards. Hey. He had nowhere else to go just because he didn't have anywhere else to go. And now everyone's like, Monster X is the greatest person because they're, they're the greatest people because they, they stayed. They got to party with Big Bang and Psy. And yeah. They Thank were the only people. 
Yes, bless Starship for not giving them any other schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like we had nothing to do, so we're just like yeah. I've seen so many comments of saying of these at these articles, but like you know what? Now I'm gonna start paying attention to Monster X. You know, I now I'm starting to watch Monster X stuff, and I like them. Blah blah blah. So yeah, thanks for that, Starship. You guys did a good job <laughs> for the first time. Thanks, in a while. Starship, for not giving them any anything to do, any schedules. It actually worked out in their favor. So yeah, yeah, that whole like horrible mess um, with Big Bang and people leaving, and if it was in that fault, and they and then um, Taeyong, um, um, you know, talking about it in the speech and all that. That the only bright spot in the whole mess was is Monster X and the praise they've been getting. So go them yep. um, <laughs> for getting shine. Um, I'm not mad at you. Mad at y'all. Um, okay, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if there is nothing else, um, that will be it for this week. Um, join us again. We will be having another show um, the following week. And up until, I guess, the... Well, obviously, we won't be having it the week of Christmas. Um, but then uh, the week after Christmas, we'll be having a, hopefully, um, right now we have a scheduled uh, end-of-the-year show, um, which I've been talking about during the podcast, and that will be probably a special episode. Hopefully we can get as many podcasters on as possible and just talk about our reflections for K-pop in 2015. Um, that will be all from me this week. Haley and Kiara, thank you guys for showing up for this episode. It was a pleasure talking to y'all. Same, same. As always. <laughs> um, shout out to Tim for showing up and staying as long as he could. <laughs> um, and um, we will see you guys next week. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.